Hi, I'm Bijou. And I'm Eva. And this is our podcast, Fluent and Phantoms, where Bijou picks two pieces of media she thought were very similar, but are only mildly similar. Today we're talking about Bo Burnham. <laughs> Bo Burnham's. <laughs> Spelled B-O-W. Today's... Okay, I'm sorry. Bo Burnham's soul... Inside. Did you... Were you just about to say soul. Bo Burnham's soul? <laughs> a great start. He's bearing his soul. Oh my god. <sighs> so first we're going to talk about inside. And the first questions are, was it good? Was it gay? And was it Julia? Was it good? Yes. I think it's very good. Especially the music. I think it's very good. I think it's very good. I think it's like good-ish. Good-ish? <laughs> like it's almost good. But like, I don't know. It was like, there was something that it needed, but I'm not sure what it needed. I make a theory on that later. I'm plot. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. I don't think it was gay or Julia. It was not very gay. And very Julia. <laughs> Can you explain that? Go listen to our Luca episode. It's like our fifth or sixth most popular episode. Wow. So now we're just going to go through the songs and, like, talk about the song and the set design and, like, the our opinions the and yeah. jokes inside the songs. And we're going to talk about the songs. It's a song review. So the first song we're going to talk about is content. Yeah. I think the music itself is pretty unremarkable. But, man, when he turns that headlight on and points it right at disco ball mm. what i was gonna say is that i was listening to this like five minutes ago but i forgot it and i forgot it already <laughs> <laughs> wow so, i think that says a little bit about it yeah but i mean i think it's a good a good song to set the stage for like the music and tone that he was going for yeah i understand how it set the stage and stuff but also that point i was not drawn in like if i wasn't watching with you i probably would have kept watching oh wow okay i mean it was fine it just wasn't yeah. that great all right and the next song is comedy comedy i thought this one was kind of annoying <sighs> i think there's a lot of good jokes in the song but the song itself isn't very good the whole healing the world with comedy bit that happens two or three different times in the songs and all of the times that that was happening it was drawn out too long mm -hmm. but there was like a good part in the middle that was good like <laughs> The visual humor was great. The lyrics were great. But then it just stretched out too long. Okay. The next song was FaceTime with my mom in parentheses tonight. <laughs> I think this is the worst song in the special. It's just kind of like, oh, old people aren't good at technology. Yeah. 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 I don't really understand what the value of that song was. I didn't really think it was that funny. No. I didn't feel like it was telling us anything mm -mm. it was fine it wasn't yeah. like the excuse thing is i'm like thinking like what was worse like i feel like that song was a lot less uncomfortable than sexting like that one i feel like i was trying to say something at least but it's just like the light and cool we're, we're just jumping ahead was the light and cool for that for FaceTime with my mom? No. Or sexting? sexting. Yeah. That was cool. He was, like, doing something with the projector, and it had, like, all the emojis. <laughs> he was doing something with the projector. Remember? <laughs> like, every single one of them. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the next one was How the World Worked, which was the one with the... I remember Sako. I really liked that song, actually. I liked the theory of it. There's something else it needed, but I don't know what it was. Yeah. I just really enjoy the puppet humor. Like, I'm where I always am when you're not wearing me on your head or your head hand not quite dead not quite alive it's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis like I think how do you remember this because when I listen to music I like I listen to it too much 
Sh- <laughs> and ruin the songs. Have you ruined songs yet? Not yet, but I'm very close to. Walk on the edge. Walk on the edge. The next song is White Woman's Instagram. I think this song is really good. Yeah, I think this one's funny, and I th- also think it was one of the most visually, like, entertaining ones, because yeah. it changed so much. And I'm sure it was, like, a lot of work. Yeah. But it was very interesting to watch, so. Yeah. And it was all just, the visual humor in that song is top-tier comedy. Top-tier. Top-tier. Yeah, that one was good. I liked that one. I thought it was funny. Yeah. The next one is Unpaid Intern. Is that the one where he reacts, or was that, like... Yes, that's... that. Was, I thought that was, like, the funniest, like, yeah, I think song, probably. That is the funniest joke in the whole show. Yeah. It's just, like, the reaction on top of a reaction, and it's just, like, very accurate. <laughs> It's really good. Well, it's kind of what the internet is, too. It's just, like, everybody's just reacting to what everybody else is saying constantly. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's interesting, like, this isn't... I don't think he was, like, trying to say this, but I, like, heard somebody say this a while ago, and it's, like, how whenever you remember something, you're not just remembering that one time you remembered something, you're also remembering all the other times you remembered it. So, like, all the emotions you were feeling on those times were also, like, packaged in when you're remembering it. Huh. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Next song is Basis One. Yes. Which... Is my favorite song. <laughs> it's very good. I did find a really good animation for this song, and I will link that in the description because it's very entertaining. And I do really like this song. It's all over TikTok now. Like every single part of it, not surprised. All that. over TikTok, but that's fine. I mean, what they're doing is funny, I guess. So good job. But it's a very good song. Eva and I went camping recently, and we rented paddle boards, and we named them Jeffrey and Bezos, and then we had a we had two pet crickets that were Amazon 1 or no did we just name Amazon 1 Amazon 2 no it was just Amazon and I think the other one was Amazon 2.0 but you did say you wanted to name it Whole Foods yeah but that was after it had run away from us yeah and it was on our playlist we made a playlist for this trip because it was with my mom and my brother and then my brother's friend too yep so we all actually no mainly Quinn and Bijou added songs but I made cookies yeah because they just stopped helping after like halfway through the first batch of cookies. I'm sorry. Very sad. I was having too much fun making this playlist. The next song is Sexing. I kind of already talked about it. Makes me uncomfortable. I think it also, but it did have a point. It, was it like did have a point. And stuff, but... I mean, it was pretty funny at some points. Yeah, I don't and think I the lighting was horrible, cool. but it was kind of weird. Look who's inside again. I also listened to this a while ago and can only vaguely remember it. Okay, so this song, it's like within the spectrum it's not very special on its own. It's more when, like, sort of reprise version of it comes in during the last song. Mm-hmm. That thing is just then it hits setup. more emotionally hard. Yeah, yeah, I think if that part wasn't there, then "Look Who's Inside Again" would be kind of very unmemorable. I mean, I don't think it's a bad song. It's not a bad song. I just don't think it's like amazing. No. When we say that these songs are not very good, they're good. They're just there's a lot of other really strong songs in the special that are there. I feel like there's like a handful, and then the other ones are yeah. like good but not like amazing. Yeah, but they see. Yeah, they're good. But they seem not good in comparison to those really hard hitters. Yeah, I guess. All right. The next one is Problematic, which I don't remember what it sounds like, but I remember when I was watching it, I, I felt like what was being said in that had been said already, like, oh, many times. Yes. I really enjoy that song, but, you know, it's just fun. The workout montage that was happening during 
that song was a little confusing. I didn't see exactly why that tied in, you know? I had a weird ex- explanation for it when I was watching it, because I think you asked. I mean, it was kind of made sense to me in my head, but not really. But oh, yeah, I don't you, think it was, like, an actual... You were like, the apology is him, like, building himself up or something like that. That sounds stupid. Or, like, bettering himself. Really? Like, I don't know. I can't remember exactly. I think it was something to do with, like, hard work or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I, it was something kind of stupid and didn't really make sense. Great. So, uh, probably, I don't know either. The uh, next song is 30. I didn't like this song at first because I was like, this isn't really that relatable to me as a teenager. But... <laughs> not relatable, so can't like it. But now I've really grown to enjoy it a lot. Well, I think so. it's like one of the be- better songs. The sound is yeah. cool and like interesting. I, I mean, I don't think it's like amazing. I understand how, again, if you've related to it more, it could be a little bit more hard hitting for you. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like it's very like millennial vibes. Yeah. yeah. Next song is Don't Wanna Know, which I did listen to again and yeah. also kind of forgot. I think it's pretty good. It's, it serves as a good intermission song. Like there's literally intermission and then it kind of gets you back into the zone. The of zone. The musical comedy realm. What am I saying? <laughs> the next one is sh- I liked that one. We're gonna have to put an explicit. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you want me to say then? Next one is bleep. Crap. The next one's bleep. I will put a bleep sound over. Oh my god. Okay. I liked that one though. I felt like it was very, you could tell that the COVID depression was really setting in. Yep. Yeah. So. That's, that's like the stage of COVID when everybody was making memes about how much COVID sucked. Yeah. This one is all time low, which I did listen to, which I thought was funny when I re-listened to it. I forgot. It, <laughs> you literally jumped when the music came <laughs> I was in. like, okay, so I was writing the outline for this while I was like re-listening to some of the songs that I forgot and I was not paying attention very much because I was just like talking and then the music happened and it scared yeah. me. Uh, it was funny. It was funny because I, I knew that was coming and I wanted to see if it would scare you or not and then it so did. Mean. It was funny. And then Welcome to the Internet, which is very popular. And yes. I think like it probably deserves definitely, Yeah, definitely the biggest song. It's really fun. Really fun. I do think it's a little long. Yes. Like, I caught the point. Uh-huh. But I think it's funny, and I think it's, like, a fun tune. Yeah. Currently, I'm wearing a t-shirt that says, Could I interest you in everything all the time? With Bo Burnham's face on it. Because, you know, I like to wear stuff that relates to what we're doing when we podcast. I've stopped yeah. doing it lately. Because we haven't been podcasting Because we have podcasted. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should mention this. We are now going to come out every other Friday. That's going to be our new release schedule. schedule. I think our podcast bio still says every Tuesday. I need to update it. <laughs> we need to like probably get on to like a schedule because okay, did you show me the analytics? And it was actually like we were getting more listeners steadily. when we were steadily uploading. <laughs> Crazy. The algorithm likes that. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll try to we'll do our best. Yeah. Also, go follow us on Instagram now. We have our new Instagram. We haven't posted anything though. No, we haven't. Yet. I'm working on things. Yes. You'll see. Here's an idea. I think that like a day before we record, we should put questions up on our story. What are your opinions about this? And then we can have once we have followers. Yeah, once we have followers. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of my friends followed because oh, very nice. I, yeah, person too. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Next.
next is Bezos 2, which is very short, and I don't really remember why it exists in that. It's context. less good than the first Bezos. Yeah. The, the funny feeling, or the, that, that funny feeling. Oh, I wrote the, oh, oh no, the outline. No, that so funny feeling. That makes more sense. That funny feeling, but it seemed like sweet when I re-listened to it, but it wasn't like crazy good or anything. Yeah, I think this song is one of the stronger songs in the special. Um, it's just very long, and I think it does the effective kind of job of giving the listener that funny feeling or something. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> I was... <laughs> something. I thought I had a better point than I did there, and then my brain just farted. Yay. Good job, Bishu. But I think it's good. I really like the rhyme Carpool Karaoke and Steve Aoki. <laughs> Come on, try and, try and find a different rhyme for carpool karaoke. <laughs> Why do you remember all these things? Because I've listened to podcasts. Well, number one, I my when I listen to music, like I'm very lyric centered. Like, oh, and then second, I've listened to like three podcasts about this thing because I wanted to see what other people's opinions were on it, and they were all like, mm, "Carpool karaoke, Steve Aoki, what a good <laughs> rhyme." So now we're in a podcast saying the same thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Maybe one podcast to, to start off with and then nobody had original thought. Maybe. Um, the next song is All Eyes on Me. That is probably my favorite song in the special. I feel like that now. illustrates, that song illustrates very well what, at least what I felt, like what I took away from the, yeah, the thing. Yeah. Is it called, would you call it this, that's like the official name of the special? The special? Like a movie? Yeah. I like a movie, Bichu. What? Like a movie. The special. Come oh, on. I'm sorry. I'm confused. Never mind. Are you calling? Uh, never mind. I don't know what you're trying to say. The special in the Lego movie. Oh, you were just saying the movie, and I'm like, I did understand. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't sure whether you. It seems like a movie to me. Like if you asked me what that was, I wouldn't say it's a special by Bur Bo Burnham. I would yeah. say that's a movie. Yeah. This is a really pointless conversation. This is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> great. This is great. Okay. So All Eyes on Me is a really good song because it illustrates kind of like the theme of the whole special. And <laughs> we cut that out, then that's not going to make sense. <laughs> the lighting is cool. And like, it clearly a very significant song in the special. Mm -hmm. And that one's scary, though. Oh, yeah. You got scared because there was I... a point where it was super close up and oh. then he looked. Oh right into the camera. I, just, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. It makes me feel like in my bubble. It has the same Am I in your bubble? ASMR does. <laughs> I like ASMR and I like this song. So I like this song fine. I just don't like when he stares at you. Yeah. From like two inches away. Yeah. I guess that's fair. To each their own. Anyways. <laughs> you enjoyed being stared at from two inches away? I didn't make me as uncomfortable as it made you. Eva was squirming the entire time and is squirming right <laughs> Right now. <laughs> And then the last song is Goodbye. Yeah. This song, I think the beginning part, like in comedy, stretches on for a little long, um, but it's pretty good. And then it reprises a bunch of the songs from the special. And then he leaves the house and then things get confusing. But we'll talk about that later. We're going to talk about both endings. Stick around. 
So stick around. Why did I just do snaps? Anyways. Okay. So now we're going to talk about soul. No? Are, are we doing plot oh, wait, twist plot later? Twist. Never mind. We're doing plot twist. Sorry. What would your, be your plot twist for inside? I wish that... Uh, you don't have anything? Honestly, oh, I guess there's all the songs that you said that you were too yeah, long Yeah, I think comedy could have used, like, a bit of editing or, like, a bit of cutting of, like, just the whole healing the world is comedy bit. You could have cut it down a little bit or just cut the entirety of FaceTime with my mom tonight. <laughs> That's my plot twist. Okay. My plot twist is that, so, there, the well, lighting is really cool and really interesting for a while. Yeah. And so, I, I enjoy that, and I think he should have kept that, but he wears the same, like, three things the entire oh, time. Oh, yeah. And I think that, like, he has enough money where it would have been, like, a feasible option for him to buy some different, like, set design, or, like, not set designs, for, like, I mean, set designs would have been cool, but I think just changing up his wardrobe a little bit would have made it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. And, like, I would have enjoyed to see just some, like, random things even if it didn't tie in but i think it would have been really cool to tie in his wardrobe more to like the song yeah but that makes sense i don't know that's just me so now soul soul i need to address the listeners <laughs> sorry <laughs> i oh my god I, so dramatic i had a lot of soul hate on this podcast and then i rewatched it last night and was on the verge of tears so i'm sorry for wronging you all spreading misinformation yeah that's it yeah, well she didn't watch the whole thing the first time so i don't know why she was why you thought that anyways so the first question we have for soul was was it good was it gay was it julia it was good mm-hmm. i must say it was very good i don't think it was very gay or julia well this isn't wait, a wait, good wait. segment no it is a good do you think that 22 is non-binary like technically technically speaking or are the jerry's non-binary I technically think the jerry's speaking? are i'm not sure what how gender really works in this world i mean because so that could count we're all like the little like for gay children blobs non-binary and then i think technically you, like fall down to earth and some people get a gender and some people just stay without or with the with in between like i don't know like there's a, like a lot of nuance that they just didn't want to address that they did were like nah and also disney but also disney and they're 17 first gay characters <laughs> um but yeah i think the jerry's count i think the I jerry's do the count children blobs the children blobs are i'm unsure of yeah so jerry's non-binary therefore it was gay <laughs> Or typically we're using gay as like an umbrella term. Yes, we are. I, we should probably clarify that. Yes. Good not. job. Like, <laughs> um, also, there is no Julius. Yeah. But it was made by the same studio that made Luca. So it's close. To being Julia? To being Julia. Well, there's probably a Julia that made the movie, so. Oh. But do you think it was spelled Julia? Is that how you would pronounce that spelling? I don't know. I was just making. Um, maybe. I don't know. We could look it up, but I don't really want to. Me neither. Um, and next we're going to talk about how pretty it was. It was so aesthetically pleasing. She was saying that, like, she said it, like, three times today. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's like a Picasso painting. It's amazing. I think the animation is, like, I really like the animation. I yeah. thought it was really, like, it fit the film pretty well. Yeah. And then I think what BB was really talking about is the, the children blob world, like, the yes. great before, is what I think what they called it. Yeah. I think that was really, it was gorgeous. Like, the colors were gorgeous. It was, like, I like how there wasn't, like, super straight edges or anything. It was all just kind of, like, flowy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. 
Ooh, something that I really wanted to talk about was... So, like, Terry goes to the real world at one point. Uh-huh. Terry's oh, yeah. the accountant. And, like, has to travel with, mm-hmm. like, the lines. I thought that was super like, cool. Around. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, it was fun to watch. It was very, yeah, pleasing. And then also, I want to applaud the animators for, like, having these sort of cartoonish proportions. Well, not proportions, but, like, like head and, like, body shapes on these characters. But they still look like real people with the lighting and the shading and like just how it is mm-hmm. like it looks like an a- animated cartoon movie but it also doesn't do you know what i'm saying does this make like, any the sense skin looks kind of real yes like it looks real but their designs are still cartoonish and reminds people that this is still an animated movie that we're watching do people forget that things are no. animated movies <laughs> no shut up <laughs> I also really like the scene where he dies, like, at the beginning. Yeah. It's, like, it's very, like, quick and lots of things are happening. But, you, like, if you wanted to, you could just concentrate on him and understand how he's, like, ignoring everything else almost. Yeah. But also, like, just, like, watching the chaos ensue is oh very... Oh, my gosh. That was very amazing. stressful. It was... Well, I, I don't know. I guess... Like, it, I knew he was gonna die. I'm like... Yeah. This is really good podcast content. Especially when I just... Podcasting content. Um... And then I want to talk about the zone because I think that like I think that was a really good way to illustrate a feeling that I think almost everyone feels at some point yeah of like like, being very concentrated on one thing and then I thought like the monster thingies yeah were also like a good illustration of how like something that is good and like being concentrated and passionate about something or I don't necessarily like the hedge fund person was passionate but like caring deeply about something and like being focused is like good but can become bad but anyways do you have any thoughts about that <coughs> Bless you. Or that wasn't the sneeze, really. <laughs> uh, my thoughts on that are that it was really cool. I think out of all the areas in the film, it was the coolest. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we don't really get to see that many areas, do we? Yeah, I mean, we see the real world. We see, like, the elevator to the great beyond. Yeah. And we see the great four and then the zone. zone. Get in the zone. Oh, no, zone. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was stupid. The the moonshine. It's not moonshine. No. Moonlight. Moon. Moon wind. Moon wind, dude. He he started AutoZone after he left. Maybe maybe his sign was to Auto... They show you what the sign is for. But maybe AutoZone to our heart. heart. It is. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah, and that was funny. I think it was like a funny area. Like, there was good jokes in it. Yeah, there were. Um, And then Bijou despises 22. I did, but then they had a good character arc. Wait, you actually like 22 now? I mean, not especially, but I don't hate her anymore. Really? I thought you were just gonna stick with the hating. <sighs> Can't anymore, Eva. <gasps> my gosh i thought you just thought like the rest of the movie was like good enough that you could excuse 22 being annoying she was really annoying in the first half of the movie yeah but i think kind of a point yeah whatever and then joe is pretty cool joe is pretty cool i like joe yeah i also do think that we have to mention that it's kind of bad and sucky that the first black character that disney or pixar had as their main character spent a good portion of the movie as a cat or a black or the blue blob 
Yep. Also, it's not technically their first character that they've done this with. Yeah. Because that happened in Princess and the Frog as well, which is sucky. Why does that keep happening? Well, it's not Disney's first. It's Pixar's first. Yeah. I said that wrong. Or did I say Disney and Pixar's? Or? You said Disney and Pixar. It meant Pixar. But but still, that sucks. Why Why does that have to happen, dude? Bro, yeah. homie, what am I saying? Great. Um, Plot twist. My plot twist. I, I don't know why I didn't think about these. <laughs> My plot twist for Soul is that I wish that Joe hadn't been put in the body of a cat. That was annoying. I didn't like that. Yeah. I understand how it was a plot device. It was just kind of yeah. stupid. It was. Um, but my plot twist, which I don't think, like, realistically, I don't think this should, like, would have actually happened or, like, maybe, I'm not even sure if it should have happened, which maybe does make it a good plot twist, but I, like, realistically, I don't think that he should have been able to cheat death. Uh, for a third time? <laughs> well, like, I think the other ones, like, he was trying to do it, but, like, them just being like, okay, it's fine, I guess, because you did, you got you 20. inspired us. You inspired, like, whatever, like, doesn't really make sense. And I understand it's a kid's movie, so they probably don't want their main character to die at the end of it, but he did die. He did die. And then he came back to life. Okay. And then we're going to sort the characters. I don't really have a very comprehensive list of all the characters, because I don't really remember all of them all that well. Okay. Like, do you want to sort either of his students? Because I don't... Uh, I think we can sort Chloe or Cleo or whatever her name was. We should really figure that out. Bad podcasters. Whatever. So let's start with Joe. Joe Schmo Gardner. Um, I think that he he feels like either Ravenclaw or Slytherin. What is he Slytherin about? Like, he literally tries to cheat death so he can go play a gig. Yeah, but I think it's more about, I think he's a Ravenclaw. I think it's more about his, like, past. Yeah. Like, towards music or teaching or whatever. He's also kind of, like, stuck in his way. Like, music has to be my calling and Yeah. You think that's Slytherin? I guess. I don't think that's necessarily Slytherin. I think that could be any house could be stubborn. I mean, I'm sure certain houses are prone to be... Actually, I don't know. Aren't all the houses have stubborn people in them? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm trying to find what her name is. Here. Connie. Connie! So, Cleo... Oh, I guess it's C. So, kind of close. Yeah. Connie, she had an art, but I don't really remember what it was. She she was like, I'm gonna quit. And then she plays her trombone for 22 in Joe's body and she's like, maybe I'm not gonna quit. You know? And that's where 22, like, realizes humans aren't being yeah. alive isn't so bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she might also be a Ravenclaw. Yeah. And we, then... I feel like we might sort a lot of these characters as Ravenclaw because a lot of, like, their plot points are based around passion and we've talked yeah. about before uh, that, like, Ravenclaws are very centered on their passions. I do think this is a very Ravenclaw movie, though. It is. Like, considering, like, what people are there for, like, is it because you have, like, one true passion, or is it because there's, is there a greater meaning to life or anything? Like, that kind of feels Ravenclaw to yeah. me. So, I don't know. I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But, um, and then 22. 22. I'm not sure. I feel like 22, like, has an arc, but still, like, a child blob. Yeah. I feel like they're Gryffindor. Like, this, like, the, like, I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing. The I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing, but also, like, uh, you know, 
they think they hate something and then they go out and experience it first. Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, I'm trying to think like at the end when 22 becomes a lost soul and it's just like in her space, she keeps like replaying those messages from her past mentors. Like, you'll never be good enough. You'll never find your passion. Yada, yada, yada. I'm trying to figure out like what house in like their dark times just fixates on do you think that that's specific to a certain house no but i feel like certain houses might be more prone to it than other houses i'm just not sure what that would be i'm not sure i think i'd see gryffindor but i don't think that that's that trait is necessarily gryffindor no no because i think that that i think you're right that certain like people with certain traits might be more prone to that yeah but i'm not sure if any of those traits align specifically with with one house yeah or multiple houses even yeah i feel like gryffindor just Bits. Yeah. I mean, also, still child blobs, though. Yeah. What is, is there an actual name for them? 22. No, like the, the child blobs. Oh, unborn souls. Oh. Child blob is much more fun. Yes. Um, and then Moonwind. Moonwind is definitely Ravenclaw. Yeah. There's no other house. He's just so eccentric and, like, spiritual. Yeah. It's very, and very like, I'm just gonna do my own thing. Yeah. Um, Terry. <laughs> Terry. Slytherin? Terry feels Slytherin. Very driven to not have anyone cheat the system. Is that Gryffindor? I don't know. <laughs> but like, see, I, he thinks he's doing the right thing. He's yeah. like, it's like, see, I think but it's not for glory. Gryffindor. Well, actually, I think it. I think he is Gryffindor because I don't know if you remember this, but once he like put Joe, once he like quote unquote caught Joe Gardner, he asked the Jerry's to make a trophy for him and present him with the award <laughs> so he's very gryffindor yeah okay i think that's funny yeah um he was a funny character i think yeah um and then i begin for the jerry's do we want the jerry's are just like the jerry's are just kind of like a being yeah being like, is also the word that i like not i yeah joe's mom uh her name was i looked it up and then i forgot it great i think that she is a hufflepuff because she really cares about her son and wants i think what yeah liba gardener ah anyways but she really cares about her son and wants him to succeed but she also wants him to like play it safe yeah and you know be able to pay for himself and live a good safe life i think that makes sense i mean yeah i don't really see how any other houses would fit her very well no like maybe Slytherin because I had a reason but then I kind of just forgot it. I mean vibes but anyways. I think Hufflepuff fits best. Yeah, I like Hufflepuff for her. Um, and then Barbershop dude, his name was Dez. Dez. He, who? He gives me Ravenclaw vibes too. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of like this is my solution to following my passion. Yeah, he wanted to be a vet and then his daughter got sick so he had to be a hair stylist but he's like happy with it and then one particular thing stuck with me like he said to Joe uh happy we could talk about something other than jazz for once and 
Joe goes, how come we haven't ever talked about your life before? And Des is just like, you never asked. And but I think that's also kind of Hufflepuff, though. Like, yeah. Just like dealing with like talking to other people. Yeah. About what they want and like sacrificing, not sacrificing, that seems really dramatic, <laughs> but like putting your uh like wants and stuff aside so you can support other people. Although I do think that like not talking, like most people don't just like talk about themselves even when yeah people don't ask. Although I don't know, I there's some people who do, but yeah, I do think that Hufflepuff would also fit. I think Hufflepuff fits better for him, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, Hufflepuff works. Yeah, and then that's all we have on the list. But there's somebody else, or was it Dorothea Williams? Yeah. Do we want, what, what do you know about her? She saw that Joe was acting kind of crazy because 22 was in his body and she kicked him out of the show, but was persuaded enough to like let him back in the show later. And then she told that weird story that I didn't really understand about fish and she, and that's really it. I don't remember the story with fish. She was like, one fish said to an older fish, Hey, I'm looking for the ocean. And the older fish was like, this is the ocean we're in right now and the fish said no this is water i want to see the ocean oh and i didn't understand that what did you didn't you understand i mean it's just like i guess well now i now saying it out loud i get like it's just like people need to focus on seeing the bigger picture sort of i don't think so i think it's more like if you're like we have like such a like a big idea of like what like like we have like big ideas and big aspirations and even if we achieve them it sometimes it doesn't feel like we have like achieved them or like yeah it feels like we're in the same spot almost yeah i think that happens a lot with like money with people like if you just keep making money at one point or like i I think once that once you have like enough to live off of comfortably like yeah there's not that much more you know what i mean yeah like i'm sure there's there's certain things you would want to have and stuff but yeah um so i think we do have enough to sort her we just have to think about it a little bit yeah she seems kind she seems kind of raven caught to me she's very logical and yeah. wise. <laughs> She's so wise. Yes. I like that. I also think that, like, music is seems very, like, a creative passion yeah. or, like, yeah, thing to pursue. For sure. So, I think that works. And then also Curly. Do we want to sort Curly? He doesn't have a character, so no. Do you want to sort Curly? Eva, you look I just like Curly, but I think you're right. I don't think he had much of a character. I mean, he stands up for his teacher, but I don't know what that really says about him. He cares about people. Hufflepuff, then. Yeah. Yay. Are you happy? Yes. Okay. All right. Now we're going to talk about the endings. The endings. Both kind of cryptic. I don't... Okay. Well, I want to... I'm really curious. We haven't talked about this yet, so I'm really curious what Beach's interpretation of Soul's ending was. Okay. I think the ending of Soul is Joe just realizing that his spark isn't, like, his one true purpose in life, so he just needs to live life and appreciate it for what it is is mm-hmm. rather than I'm pausing so much it's gonna be really chaotic to edit it's gonna be chaotic not chaotic but you know what I mean really a pain to edit but then <laughs> you okay yeah I'm just thinking about myself editing this and you talking do. more which is making it worse it's not that hard to edit I can edit it no I can edit it okay. it's, I'm gonna edit but it's fine it's and I have more time now anyways <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Do you want to restart your thought? I think I am going to. 
So the ending of Soul just, it's Joe realizing that his passion for music, his spark isn't his only purpose in life, but his purpose in life is just to live it. So he has to like just live life without worrying about not fulfilling his big goals with his passion or anything, but rather just appreciate life for what it is. That makes sense. I didn't never really thought about the like the whole fulfillment part. I think that that's a good observation because when I was like, what I took it as, I think I took it a little bit different than like, I think my dad took it like really similar to you. But like, I thought that like there wasn't like his spark, whatever wasn't his passion for music. His spark was just like basically like your will to live essentially. Uh, And so like to make the most of your life, you have to like appreciate it and all that stuff. But I like thought that the spark wasn't necessarily one thing. I think that was another part of the things that he learned about like the teaching and being a teaching. It wasn't necessarily teaching music or playing music. Music, or even like something to do with music he could have not been brought to that jazz place yeah. with his dad when he was younger and then he might have had a completely different drive in his life yeah is that at least how i interpreted it but yeah, i really I like i think that either like interpretation makes sense or yeah and both like are valuable yeah and then inside the ending of inside i honestly like did not get it and then Eva told me her interpretation I'm like that makes so much sense so Eva why don't you go and tell the listeners <laughs> what you thought the ending of Inside meant what I thought like it was was it was like him like basically showing the like it was coming out of quarantine and then also him showing inside two people yeah and so he was like he went outside of his apartment or whatever and he was like really scared of all like the criticism or like what happened is there's something playing at him. There's people like hearing, right? There's like, people laughing in the audience yeah. as he's trying, he's struggling to get back in the house. Yeah. So I think it's like his fear of like stage fright because Bijou, did he mention the fear of stage? He did. He mentioned like having panic attacks on stage and so he's like kind of having one of those at the same time and then he goes back inside and he's like watching all these people enjoying his content or reacting to his content and he's like smiling at that. That's yeah. how I kind of interpreted it. I'm not sure if I explained that very well. I think I might have explained it well better in the past but yeah is there anything i said before that i didn't didn't make sense there i think it's just like yeah he's watching uh i think what you missed now was like him trying to get back in the house or like coming out of the house is like exposing himself because he was really vulnerable in a yeah. special and he's like trying to sort of protect himself but well, no you know, not really vulnerability is really difficult yeah but yeah that's yeah. i i explained it better right after i watched it <laughs> yes but I think now it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was our episode. Oh, well, should we do we, a final comparison? Why we did these two together? We did these together because they're both deep. <laughs> they're both deep. They both have sort of cryptic endings and they both leave you feeling kind of existential. Yeah. But I don't really think they're very similar. I think that Soul, yeah. I like Soul. I personally like Soul a lot better. I think yeah. that Soul is like one a lot less depressing yeah and like also like a lot more universal as in like just like thinking about life as a whole yeah while i feel like inside would not make sense without context of quarantine yeah like him just like like the quarantine depression is very much real and inside and like you can see him falling into it and yeah i think without living through this experience like the experience of quarantine which i feel like isn't it's gonna it's gonna it sounds kind of weird at this point but i think that it make would make more sense in like a bigger picture like without that experience i don't think that inside would i think you'd be like oh yeah that dude's insane yeah for sure i think that soul illustrates 
like the joys and uh happiness that comes with like your passion in life more mm-hmm. um but also realizing that your passion is not everything and i think that bo burnham's special shows more like your passion can be uh like mentally degrading not degrading that's not the word i'm looking for but it like can be harmful too yeah harmful he got in the zone too much in the past or whatever yeah and or just being alone with yourself can also be difficult yes i think that's another big thing of it was like multiple things on top of each other yeah quarantine quarantine yeah all right um so serotonin supplier yep serotonin supplier eva what has supplied you serotonin since we last oh did a podcast well we went to cayuna last week which was really fun it was really cool we went maybe we went paddle boarding and then i went mountain biking with quinn and his friend um it was really fun cool place cool i was not gonna say that but i agree Um, my serotonin supplier for this episode, because we're recording two episodes today, uh, my serotonin supplier is that we live very near to where Suni Lee grew we, up. We live in the neighborhood. That yeah, we live in the neighborhood. We're exposing our information. Yeah, though. we probably shouldn't. <laughs> we live in the same city as Suni Lee, the Olympic gold medalist, and there was a parade down a street, <laughs> down a street. <laughs> <laughs> down unnamed undescribed street <laughs> fine on the internet uh, but there were like a lot of really cool things happening in that parade and then i actually saw her there it was cool it was awesome i enjoyed it he was mom was there and she was crying <laughs> I'm kind of sad that I didn't go, but... I'll show you the videos. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. Should I do the shout-outs now? Sure. The plugs? The plugs. The plugs. Oh, we have a new plug. We have a new plug. All right. Let's start with the new plug. So you can find us. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you spelling? (laughs) ABCs. Oh. I thought you were trying to spell something. Thing. You're doing the backwards, you know. Doing them for me, not for oh, you. Okay, fine. Anyways, this is not a visual format, and but you know what is a for visual format? Our Instagram. Oh my god! <laughs> you can go follow us at Fluent Phantoms. That's all one word, all lowercase. I will link it in the description. We should have things going up on it. Yeah, soon. we're gonna right now. It's start making like collaged advertisements for yep and we'll probably start making reels at some point but that point is not today it is not probably won't be soon i need to get some things sorted (laughs) Uh, anyways so that's happening then you can email us at fluent and fandoms actually i want to call out one specific listener if you are our listener from gauteng south africa you have made south africa our second highest listening country (laughs) and i want to talk to you email us (laughs) so creepy i'm not creepy (laughs) okay um don't uh, don't we leave us a five star apple i apple podcast you whatever you want if yeah. you don't think we deserve five stars you don't have to give us five stars fine uh if you leave a review we will shout you out on the podcast if you leave just a rating though we can't see who you are so 
Sorry to the four people who have left us ratings, but not reviews. There we go. Here's the thing. This is just a random tangent. Sorry. I've never really understood the appeal of being shouted out on a, like, a YouTube channel or a podcast. Like, I would never want to be shouted out. Really? No. Huh. Unless, it, like, if I, like, said something and, like, they're, like, explaining my thought or something, maybe. But, like, just for, like, interacting with content, I don't, like, I wouldn't want to. All right. Well, you can be an Eva or you can be a Bijou who always wants to get a <laughs> shout out <laughs> for no reason other than just getting shouted out because it's fun. Fun, Eva. <laughs> So you can leave us a review of any star rating, I guess, on Apple Podcasts. Once again, email us and follow our Instagram. That's it for this week. That was a really long outro. <laughs> That's uh, like a four-minute outro. Whatever. Shut up. Anyways, bye. bye. Oh, that was bad. That was really bad. Do you want to try that again? Sure. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bye. bye.